How are health and the environment interconnected relating to chemicals of concern? Let's focus on three takeaways that answer this question. One, billions of pounds of chemicals of concern are directly and indirectly released into the environment every year. Two, once released into the environment, chemicals of concern end up in the water we drink, food we eat, and air we breathe. And three, the effects of chemicals of concern in our environment can be far-reaching and long-lasting. The first takeaway is, billions of pounds of chemicals of concern are directly and indirectly released into the environment every year. According to the EPA's Toxic Release Inventory, in 2016, almost 28 billion pounds of chemicals of concern were generated and managed as production-related waste in the United States alone. Of that, almost 4 billion pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released into the environment in the United States alone. In this context, a direct release of a chemical of concern generally refers to a toxic substance that is intentionally emitted into the air, discharged into water, or disposed of in landfills, on-site or off-site. The EPA's toxic release inventory only tracks 595 individual toxic substances, all of which are known to cause significant acute and chronic health effects. In other words, they only require reporting direct releases of the worst of the worst toxic substances that are known to be extremely hazardous to health. Concerningly, therefore, the 4 billion pounds reported as directly released doesn't even include thousands of other chemicals of concern that are known or suspected to be hazardous to health, given that they are not required to be reported. In other words, the quantity of chemicals of concern directly and intentionally released into the environment, air, water, and land, is likely much greater than the 4 billion pounds tracked by the EPA's toxic release inventory. Regarding the industries related to the materials and products used to build and furnish homes, shocking amounts of chemicals of concern are directly released into the environment every year by multiple ind industry sectors as part of their extraction and manufacturing operations. For example, the EPA's toxic release inventory reported that almost 5 million pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the furniture industry. Almost 3.5 million pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the textile industry. Almost 2.5 million pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the leather industry. Almost 10 million pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the wood products industry and almost 37 million pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the plastics and rubber industry. Additionally, millions of pounds of chemicals of concern were directly released from the operations which source and manufacture the raw materials, components, and chemicals needed to supply these industries. Although more difficult to quantify, chemicals of concern are additionally indirectly and unintentionally released into the environment as they volatilize, abrade, leach, and degrade from a wide range of products. Volatilization occurs when substances, including chemicals of concern, release from products as a gas. 
This process is often referred to as off-gassing. Abrasion occurs when substances, including chemicals of concern, release as a result of mechanical scratching, scruffing, or rubbing away of a product. Leaching occurs when substances, including chemicals of concern, release from products when exposed to liquids or moisture. And degradation occurs when substances, including chemicals of concern, release from products as a result of chemical and physical processes. Regarding the life cycle stages, extraction, manufacturing, installation, use, and disposal of building materials, interior finishes, and furnishings, chemicals of concern are released both directly and indirectly into the environment, air, water, and soil. More specifically, to make any building material, interior, finisher, furnishing, first, the raw materials must be extracted from natural resources, including mines, oil wells, forests, and fields. Even if recycled content is used in place of raw materials, the recycled content must undergo processes to make it useful. These raw materials and or recycled content are then chemically and physically transformed through manufacturing processes to make the final material or product. These extraction and manufacturing processes often generate large amounts of solid and liquid waste, much of which is directly released into the environment. Once transported to the project site, the material or product is installed. Then, throughout the use phase, building materials, interior finishes and furnishings continually volatilize, abrade and degrade indirectly releasing additional significant, yet not quantifiable, amounts of chemicals of concern into the environment. Finally, when disposed of in landfills or incinerated, building materials, interior finishes and furnishings can further directly or indirectly release chemicals of concern into the environment. The second takeaway is, once released into the environment, chemicals of concern end up in the water we drink, food we eat, and air we breathe, thus interconnecting the environment and human health. A ubiquitous example of chemicals of concern commonly used in building materials, interior finishes, and furnishings that are found throughout the environment is perfluorochemicals. Perfluorochemicals, which have non-stick, water-repellent, stain-proof, and heat-resistant properties, are widely used in building materials, interior finishes, and furnishings, including carpeting, fabrics, upholstery, coatings, and mattresses. You may have heard of perfluorochemicals referred to as Teflon, Gore-Tex, Stainmaster, and Scotchgard. In toxicology studies, some perfluorochemicals have been associated with disrupting endocrine activity, reducing immune function, and contributing to cancer. This group of chemicals of concern are environmentally persistent, which means they don't break down, remain highly hazardous for decades, and can bioaccumulate. For example, perfluorochemicals have been found in drinking water, groundwater, and surface waters in numerous locations throughout the United States. Dietary meat and fish have been found to contain high levels of perfluorochemicals due to these animals' exposure to contaminated air, water, and feed. Household dust, which is often resuspended into indoor air and inhaled, is commonly contaminated with perfluorochemicals. Perfluorochemicals exemplify how a chemical of concern, commonly used in a wide range of products, including building materials, interior finishes, and furnishings, 
can end up in the water we drink, food we eat, and air we breathe. The third takeaway is, the effects of chemicals of concern in our environment can be far-reaching and long-lasting. Even more concerning, chemicals of concern, including perfluorochemicals, can travel thousands of miles and have far-reaching effects. For example, perfluorochemicals have been found in the bodies of polar bears and seals as far away as Greenland. One study found perfluorochemicals in the blood of 400 different mammals, fish, and birds on all seven continents. Chemicals of concern, including perfluorochemicals, can persist for decades and have long-lasting effects. For example, a few perfluorochemicals that were phased out, including PFOS in 2002 and PFOA in 2008, were still found in most of the bodies of a representative group of almost 3,000 Americans through biomonitoring conducted by the CDC, or Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Unfortunately, perfluorochemicals are only one of thousands of environmentally persistent chemicals of concern found throughout the globe that will likely remain in our water, food, air, and bodies for decades. Your choices when selecting building materials, interior finishes, and furnishings not only affect whether chemicals of concern are in your home, but also affect whether chemicals of concern are found in the bodies of people and animals throughout the globe for decades to come. Let's recap the three takeaways that answer the question, how are health and the environment interconnected, relating to chemicals of concern? One, billions of pounds of chemicals of concern are directly and indirectly released into the environment every year. Two, once released into the environment, chemicals of concern end up in the water we drink, food we eat, and air we breathe. And three, the effects of chemicals of concern in our environment can be far-reaching and long-lasting. Now, watch the next tutorial to learn more.